Welcome back, everybody, to Precisely Nowhere. I'm excited to be back for another solo episode and to be talking about creating the life you want. If you've listened to the past couple episodes, you know that I recently started hosting this podcast solo. Rose, my former co-host, had to take a step back. You know, everyone has different life priorities and I really am grateful for Rose because she was such a great partner and, you know, she was my work wife at one point and then she was my side hustle entrepreneur co-host for the podcast and she's been one of my best friends for years now. So that isn't going to change. But for today's episode, we are going to be talking about creating the life you want I am a couple weeks away from turning 30. By the time this comes out, I think it'll be a little bit over two weeks. And I'm actually pretty excited. Um, it's I don't know why, to be honest. I mean, I feel like I've always dreaded turning 30. And I was like, can I just pause time and not hit that milestone? But as I near it, I am embracing it. Um, there's a lot going on in life right now. And I want to just spend the next couple minutes kind of giving some life updates because I now that I'm solo hosting I am finding a new groove into you know how we intro episodes and typically Rose and I would banter a bit and update and I do still want to keep that part uh, as part of Precisely Nowhere because a lot of my life experiences are really influencing the content that I'm putting out there and I want to share that kind of background because I feel like for anyone who's listening, I don't want anyone to feel like that you're just listening and being talked to. It's really important for me to be talking with an audience. And I'm so excited to, I've been making a list of people I want to interview, other women, entrepreneurs. I'm very excited to bring those to you. I'm pushing myself to start that outreach so that I can have some interviews coming out in the fall. So I yeah, I can't wait. That is something I'm super excited about this month. But personally, I am officially one month here in California. We got some bar stools this week and put them together. Super exciting. I got these really cute ones from Amazon and my aunt um, gave them to me as a housewarming gift. So that was really nice. And we finally have our couch. We have the office pretty much set up. We both have our desks and a huge nice bookshelf that I also found on off Amazon that looks like it's from Crane and Barrel. So that's a huge plus for me. Um, or like from West Elm. And now it's on, honestly just on to decorating the walls mostly. So that's my next and finding a bed frame, but that that's an easier thing. So our bedroom and the walls are the next thing that I'm tackling. Very excited. I've been looking online for prints. I do have a lot of prints already, but I'm finding that I need some specific sizes just to kind of make this gallery wall come to life and uh, that it's been a minute since I bought prints. So I'm very excited in terms of decorating. Honestly, I am like an interior designer. Everyone maybe says that, but I truly love interior designing and having things in my space that are very intentional. And then also like I look in one direction and I have memories from maybe travels and trips and it also just sparks curiosity if people come visit and feels really homey at the same time. So it's a bit of a like mid-century modern boho chic 
decor style. In terms of how I'm approaching things, it's pretty fun. So right now in our living room, we are doing it more of like worldly things. So I love to travel. And usually when I travel, I will buy prints or um, things that I can honestly use as home decor. So I put a lot of those in the living room and I'm looking for more prints that have like been inspired from trips or just things that Marco and I both like. Um, so that is in the works. Our kitchen is a little taste of New York. We have some prints in there and things that we've decorated that we got together in New York or I had in New York. So it is like every space evokes different feelings and takes you somewhere um, is was the intention behind designing the apartment. Our guest bathroom, super excited. We're going to get this really cool print of Frida Kahlo. My aunt actually has it in her bathroom and I saw it and fell in love with it. So I am copying you. Um, but I know you're flattered. So thank you. Um, so that's going to be, I think, a little taste of like Latin, Latin, Latin tastes and infusion. So and the bedroom's still up in the air. It might be a mix of Chicago and New York. Um, I am also a minimalist to an extent, so I don't like to overdo it. Like I don't want every single wall like covered um, I want things to feel balanced, but luckily we have a two bedroom, two bathroom. So there's a lot of fun space to work with. So as you can probably tell from me ranting, I love decorating. So it's been a really fun project, um, to get to work with Marco on and also just kind of as a stress reliever to an extent. Um, so that's that. And we are almost at our one year. By the time this comes out, it will be happening a few days later. So we're trying to make plans to celebrate. You know, we've been running around and the move was a lot. So we also are trying to remind ourselves to take time and relax. And, you know, you it's great to celebrate like on the actual day, but also we're just trying to give each other grace and find new ways to celebrate because, you know, life happens and you don't always do the same exact thing like for every anniversary, but it is very exciting. And shout out to my dad. He just recently had a birthday. So this past weekend we went bowling and Marco got to meet more family friends and family. And I also got to celebrate with my dad. So that was really nice to get to be there. So getting into the episode today, we are going to be talking about creating the life you want. A lot of this was inspired by the larger reflection series, which is tied to my 20s and the end of my 20s. I'm finding as I'm entering into my 30s, just reflecting a lot. But my move from New York to California really has inspired a lot of this. I grew up in New York to an extent. I moved there at 17. I figured myself out there and have now moved back to California. So for creating the life you want, I feel like I did leave there very happy and content and accomplished everything that I wanted to when by the time I left. Uh, I like I finally got a boyfriend. <laughs> I had never had one in the 12 years that I lived there. And I did I did get to experience um, New York with Marco for a couple months. And that was so nice. Uh, but in terms of solo myself, 
looking back, I have been leveraging my passions and interests since I was in college. I pursued a communications degree because I was a TV junkie, loved pop culture, and knew that in a dream world, that would be my job one day. So when I was lucky enough to get NYU, when I studied communications, MCC, if anyone else has gone to NYU and was in Steinhardt, they have a program that, you know, you take advertising classes and I did a minor that I got to take marketing classes and just learn a lot about the industry firsthand from people that have worked in the industry and a lot of analysis and a lot of things that are very practical later and down the line if you kind of stick with that career. So, and that stemmed from me having an interest and and passions and trying to find a way to make those a reality for my life so that I wasn't just trying to be a doctor or a lawyer because my parents thought that that was the safest bet or that's the most reliable job because, you know, we always need doctors and lawyers. That just wasn't something I was excited about as much as I love watching TV shows with lawyers and doctors. I did not see myself actually doing that job. So it was a bit of a struggle for me to pursue my passion and interests. And I and nothing against my parents. Well, nothing against my parents, but they did want the best for me. But I wasn't didn't always have the most support from everyone. And my mom, I love you, but didn't fully understand what communications was. And now we know years later, communications is everywhere and marketing and advertising, you know, is so essential to our way of life in this digital world. And even just communicating with people is a great skill to have. Be surprised at how many people don't know how to talk to people um, and really talk to them, you know, not at them. So that being said, in creating the life you want, I would start with leveraging your passions and interests, like genuine things that you that aren't fleeting, just a fad, but hopefully something that truly deep down in your core bring you some sort of joy or peace or um, also push you to like keep growing, you know, because I have been passionate in about entertainment and media, you know, since I was younger and have consumed so much content and, you know, lucky enough to get a job at NBC right out of college. I had tried to work there, intern there for four years and got, I didn't even actually get an interview ever to be an intern there and ended up interning at a lot of different places that where I learned a lot. So, you know, from not hearing from them, it was so discouraging, but I decided to explore other interests of mine and I, you know, interned at the plaza and in sales and did weddings and events. And then I was a greeter and I learned all about, you know, planning events and breaking down a room and what goes into making a menu and, you know, staff and everything. And I loved that world of hospitality. Um, And then I've also worked for a small startup development reality TV where I'm cold calling or researching people that might want to be on a reality show and interviewing them and uh, read scripts and covered them and, you know, rated them on whether they should be made into movies and have basically just followed interests. And when doors have also like knocked on doors and if they've been opened, I have walked into them because I've always had to hustle and I didn't have any connections in the industry. So if it was on me to make my reality and keep moving happen. 
Um, so, and the life, getting to the life I wanted, you know, so when I was finally able to work at NBC, I mean, that was my first job out of college. I worked there for three and a half years. I learned so much. Um, I worked in for a marketing team and I helped put this huge event, this corporate company-wide event together, Upfronts, if anyone's familiar with it, planning NBC Universal's Upfront. It was their first time that they were con- combining all of their networks into one Upfront at Radio City Music Hall. So, you know, it's a digital campaign and also a actual live event. I worked, did that pro- main project for three years and then also was an assistant at the same time. So helping my boss and, you know, he had a team and learning to balance and work with lots of different personalities very early on in my career. It was a crash course and I didn't always rub people the right way, but I did learn from it. So I'm grateful for that. Um, And then I went to an agency and I, that's when I shifted gears to project management and the move was really, was really caused by me needing to learn more. I had hit my, like, I need to keep growing and growth wasn't guaranteed and I didn't want to wait. I knew I was ready and I didn't want to hold myself back. I feel like I've seen so many people that I've worked with either get promoted or people work really hard and slave away. And, you know, they, I don't want to say they're taken advantage of, but I wanted to control my future and that meant leaving and not waiting. Um, So especially because I knew I was ready, you know, I was done growing there. Um, I wanted to grow more, more, but I couldn't because Part of growing is also knowing when you're ready to be properly compensated. And you also need that, right? To keep excelling as a person and pushing yourself um, financially. So took another detour, went over to the agency side. I've been there ever since. Um, so that's been since 2018. So it's been about five years. And I'm at a, another agency, you know, I kind of hit another growth spurt where I was ready to grow. And, you know, sometimes you have to bet on yourself. Um, I have had really great mentors that have taught me that um, to know when it's ready, when, you, when you're ready, not just ready because you think you want more money, but when you're really ready. And I feel like usually, you know, and by that point, you've usually given a lot to the company and you can wait. Um, I'm someone though, who I can't stand seeing my friends also. I mean, luckily, all of my friends also are thriving. Having friends that have pushed themselves have helped me push myself. Having really amazing coworkers and a crew of project managers at my old agency. We were like a little tribe. And I really learned a lot from them. And I'm so grateful because they were super open to helping me kind of navigate that like how do you ask for more money and how to prepare coming into annual reviews with what you've done and actual like numbers I mean you'd be surprised I feel like it took me years to realize if you want to get to that next level you also need to like prep for that you know prep for those conversations and have those like you can't argue with numbers at the end of the day and as long as you know you've done everything you can going into that meeting to make your case I feel like you can walk away whatever the outcome is knowing it's not like you half-assed this conversation that involved you getting compensated more or, you know, you getting a raise or promotion. So in creating the life you want, I would just say my first reflection life lesson is taking it in your own hands and trusting your gut. It's really hard to do and 
I don't disregard that, but I think, and I've seen from experience, it is so worth it. And, you know, what's the worst that can happen? You go down a path and you realize that's not for you, but at least you took yourself down that path. It wasn't you doing a path because somebody else thought it was the right path for you to take. And granted, there are circumstances and times when, you know, if you really like need to pay your bills or honestly just need to get on your feet that you take certain paths and suggestions to people that are trying to help you, obviously. But, you know, if you're trying to figure out what you want to do for your career or in life, I would say I've found always following interests and your passions and hopefully they're legal (laughs) has made me the happiest even in moments when I'm like maybe on the verge of burning out or dealing with really difficult people I know that at the end of the day I am doing a job that is truly something that I'm interested in and a passion of mine and that really helps um, kind of make me feel balanced at the end of the day you know i would say in terms of creating life you want not being afraid to knock on another door you know when one closes or and also asking those questions when a door does open you know there are a lot of opportunities out there amazing things but doing your homework and making sure that when you're maybe signing a contract or agreeing to partner with someone or collab You've asked all the questions that you may have and and don't feel bad asking them. You know, it is a two-way street in a collab, in you deciding to work with someone. Just because you need a job doesn't mean you don't get to ask questions and you don't get to ask for the salary that you know is your worth, you know? All you can do is ask. So I would say advocate for yourself and pick yourself back up even if you feel like you know like shit and you maybe are just so defeated i have been there so many times with jobs i've applied to and rounds of interviews i've done and then only to find out they hired someone else or that i wasn't a fit and i've taken it personally in the past but as i've gotten older i've also realized sometimes those doors that close are a blessing um because they really do either encourage you and cause you to reflect about what you really want and keep going for it you know um there's going to be obstacles that always happen to all of us but it's you know how you pick yourself back up and get up the next day and show up that is what is gonna have the biggest impact so keep doing you and honestly just live your truth i don't know if it's like my parents that instilled this in me this confidence but i'm really trying to lean in and drink the kool-aid for it because i just think everyone should think that they're fucking awesome and hot shit let's build each other up and just spread some kindness you know it's just i feel like i see it in the world pessimistic people you know who you are and you know not not judging really not but challenge i wish putting this challenge out there challenge yourself to think positively about your experiences and people you interact with for a week and see how hard it it is because if you're pessimistic it's probably going to be really hard but the outcome of it 
I feel like you're so much lighter and I'm speaking from experience. I used to be pessimistic and just, you know, like someone's trying to talk to me on the subway or someone's trying to talk to me, you know, like, I'm like, why are you talking to me? Like, what do you need? Like, what, like is, is this person like trying to get something for me? And I have had that mentality for many years and while I was still a happy person, I found myself a happier person with my positive mindset and just approaching things from a glass half full perspective and honestly just wanting to pay it forward. I had this really interesting conversation with a family friend, their kid recently, and they were talking about how they are being bullied and how they were interested in a certain sport and were, you know, bullied and kind of have stopped playing that sport because of that and are trying something else out and are grappling with, you know, how to handle being kind. I mean, he, this was a pretty mature child, but not not giving in to just being mean back and being nice. And, and I, you know, as I was talking to them and trying to give some advice and also listen, I was reminded of adults are like that too, not just children. Um, we have adults that, you know, like to bring people down or show up to work. And, you know, they've had a fight with their significant other or something has happened in their personal life. And, you know, they bring it to work and it's how it's reflected with how they talk to people. Um, they might be short, they might be dismissive, they might put you down. and then you know you're in a work environment and you, there's that borderline of trying to be professional and so you don't want to you know start drama but also like you I mean I'm someone who likes to advocate because I don't want to condone those types of behaviors and it's really hard to speak up but for me I can only control my actions and I also don't think it's okay for people to especially in this day and age honestly for people to treat other people like shit and get away with it like the jig's up we <laughs> the jig is up we've had many years and i've had that in my career where you know people come to work and it's like oh everyone is there punching bag cool that's not what anyone signed up for and that's why hr exists and if it comes to that like it comes to that because i feel like just turning a blind eye to people that are being toxic I'm not trying to change those people, but I'm also not trying to be their punching bag. Um, and I'm still being kind to them. So that's just my tangent of in creating the life you want. I think you have to also really stay true to yourself. And it can be easy to waver from that because conflict is not um, is not fun and not everyone deals with conflict well. And I don't always deal with conflict well. I do speak my mind a lot. So um, I'm not afraid to do that but i know everyone's different um but if you want to create the life you want you do have to you have to stand up for yourself and you have to know that it's not selfish to you know want need certain things from a partner and from a relationship and your other partner is not a bad person because they can't give those things to you um maybe you're just not compatible you know, maybe they're just not the ideal person in your larger life that you want to create. And I'm not saying to go out there and be picky and, you know, make sure you have a checklist of every single type of attribute that you want in a person. But those core values and the way that they treat you and how much you honestly, are they your ride or die? Like, do you have, 
are they your ride or die? Is that what you're looking for? You know, if you are, let's stop trying to change people. You know, people, when people show you who they are, I, I just think we need to really take a hard look at really looking at who they are because it's also not fair to try to change someone. You know, they may need something else for their ideal life that they want and you both may just be dancing around the conversation so you know going after what you want applies to all aspects of your life personally professionally and finding that balance is isn't easy and that's not in a negative way I just know it isn't easy it's taken me years I spent a lot of my 20s focused on my career not thinking that I could balance a relationship with, you know, growing my career and also my friends and traveling. And so I didn't, I wasn't, in, I haven't been in a relationship until the past year. Um, I spent all of my 20s single and I did want a relationship, but I couldn't find that person, you know, that I was willing to, that felt like I, when I entered a relationship, I wasn't settling. I wasn't um, holding back part of myself to be with them. I just really, I had done that once previously in a relationship and you know there's always one that teaches you some really hard life life lessons and it's it's for the better but that one really did a number on me and so I just was like never again (laughs) and if that means I'm gonna be alone until I find someone that knows my worth because I know my worth then that's what it's gonna take and in the meantime I'm going to travel the world. I'm going to keep thriving at my job. I'm going to keep hanging out with my friends and I am going to keep dating, you know, so you do have to keep trying to to put yourself out there. It's not no one just falls on your lap typically. Um, but I think a lot of that just stemmed to staying true to myself and it wasn't easy and I'm not perfect and life hasn't been all rainbows and sunshine, but I did want to just spend some time talking about creating the life you want. Um, I know I've thrown a lot at you in this episode from work to relationships. And I know I don't usually talk about relationships that much, um, aside from Marco and I's relationship. So I did want to spend a little time um, talking about that because, you know, I'm just finding the older I get, and I know I'm not that old, women, men, men too, but especially in different circumstances, you know, we're so loving and caring. And um, I think we just want to keep families together or honestly, just be happy that I and I've done this personally in my other relationship. I just I settled and I sacrificed. And when that relationship finally came to an end and he ended it, I realized, you know, why was I doing that? Why was I holding myself back because this other person it stressed this other person out or this other person didn't want those things so I didn't want those things anymore um you know that wasn't the happiest version of Anissa um and I'm not trying to talk about myself in third third person but truly that wasn't the happiest version of me if I reflect on my you know the last 15 years so I just want women to stop feeling selfish for knowing what they want. And yeah, that comes with a level of let's not be so picky that it's really unrealistic. But just when you have your values, like 
sticking to them, you know, and finding that person. We all deserve, I mean, Lord knows, and this isn't a anything against men. Men are very good at that. And I I truly appreciate that sometimes because and that is I think that's why I'm so stubborn about it for myself personally. Men, a lot of men are great at that. They are great at making sure they, you know, work out or they get what they need. They do the things that they need to do in their day or their week to feel fulfilled or in their life. And it's like a, it's not a non-negotiable, but they make sure that happens, you know, and they, they do communicate that to an extent. And so I think I'm trying to encourage more women to adopt that mentality because we should be caring about ourselves that much as well. In addition to our partner or our family, um, our goals should matter. And our growth is so important because also at the end of the day, you know, we are the rock in our families more often than not. And I think it's important that we continue growing as people, men and women, and encouraging each other to grow and trying to stay positive in how we have interactions with people and how we also present ourselves to people, right? Like, it's super easy to hear something and then be reactive. Um, But, you know, when you're reactive, you're not always like in the present moment, you're just hearing words, but not really being intentional with your actions. So in creating the life you want, a lot of it is also, you know, being kind to people and taking time to think about your thoughts and and then act on them and not just act on thoughtless thoughts. And those do exist. Um to encourage everybody to think about how and if you're creating the life you want currently and don't feel any sort of shame or well feel what you're gonna feel but give yourself some grace in whatever that answer is are you creating the life you want are you taking those steps or have you kind of gone off another path um and whether whatever your answer is you you know what do you want to do um it's currently August. The year is not over yet. We still have months to go. And, you know, every day is a blessing and you can take control of your life. So if you're wondering, how do I even start doing that? You know, start with leveraging your passions and your interests and finding something that you can really own or invest your time in. And that can be any amounts of time but something for you um, that fills your cup up. And if that is personally or professionally um, and going after what you want, like we always say, you know, who run the world girls, but it's fucking true. So let's start like actually believing it and just, you know, making ourselves just as important as everyone else because we are people too. And all of the women entrepreneur and podcasters I listen to, shout out to Girls Gotta Eat. If you're looking for more content on yourself and sex, and that is liberating in itself as well. They are thriving. um, And they have grown so much in the years that I've been listening to them. And it's super inspiring, to be honest. So um, it, it really does help also surrounding yourself with people or content um, that are like-minded. So in my journey of 
the podcast and continuing to do the solo, you know, I'm still listening and actively engaging with content from other women and people that are on that similar journey. And they they don't even have to be doing a podcast, um, but just on that journey of growth and pushing themselves and, you know, trying to honestly make the world better and leave their mark. And you don't have to leave a mark, but just trying to help people. So I would also encourage you to go out there and find some content or people that are like-minded. And I hope you continue tuning in here because that is something that I will continue to be doing is pushing myself to grow and pushing you to grow um, in a way that encourages you and is hopefully inspiring you more than the latter. Um, And because it's super exciting. I mean, growing is so exciting. It's, It's stressful. But looking back on it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have done so much and I'm super proud of myself, you know, like I'm going into 30, hopefully going to be promoted and in a committed, loving, healthy relationship. Um, I have a great relationship with my family. I am an auntie and I have great relationships with my coworkers. Um, I'm just honestly trying to approach each day like here we go and I can only control me and I'm gonna leave you know clock out knowing as stressful as the day might have been I approached it with kindness I did what I could and there's times when I overwork myself but then I you know have those moments when I'm like all right I need to not I need to rebalance what are my priorities is this serving me is this part of the life that I want I mean in full transparency I need to be spending more time on the podcast. You know, I work and life has been so busy and I found myself frustrated because I'm not spending my time as much on my personal things because I'm also balancing so many things um, personally and professionally. So I am using this opportunity to also remind myself and push myself that I need to keep staying on that path. It's very easy to waver off of it, but it is so worth it to stay on it. So that is the end of this episode. Thank you to all of my listeners and supporters and also the other women that I listen to that share lots of great knowledge. I will put them in the show notes, but I'm also going to speak to them here in case you're listening and you don't read the show notes. So I am going to shout out Girls Gotta Eat, Raina and Ashley. I love you and I'm seeing your show in November and I cannot wait. Um, I've been trying to go to your show for a long time now, but every time you have been touring in a city that I've been in, I've either been not been in town or I missed the window to get tickets. And so super excited and I am taking my cousins and my boyfriend with me so we will be rolling through with a group um Emma from the creative edition she is a fellow entrepreneur and a new mom and I am super inspired by her because you know she was a content creator she worked in marketing was content creator and is doing that full-time and just shares so much um she's so vulnerable as well as Brina and Ashley are um but 
I've learned a lot from all of them. And Boss Babe is also another one. Um, I think that's it for now. I will be sharing more people that I listen to. For those of you that are interested, um, let's start there. I do also listen to a lot of podcasts that are not just women. So I will be sharing those as well because I think I value the male perspective and I have learned a lot from listening to men also. You know, they do think differently. And they are, they do have this confidence that is infectious um, that I have been trying to adopt. So I think it's important for um, everyone to remain open-minded. And I like to stay open-minded in hearing different perspectives. And that helps me honestly communicate with different types of people even better because I'm not just, you know, listening to one type of person or perspective and that is helping me grow in the way that I communicate and the people that I communicate to. So for all my male listeners out there, I know that I did hype up my women a lot this episode, but you know I love you and I have learned a lot of amazing things from men in my life and also, you know, other men that I that are entrepreneurs or people that I listen to. So I just am in a moment when I am hyping up women because we need to support each other more and lift each other up. So that is my PSA. I love you all and I am very excited to continue the rest of the series. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Bye. Music and editing done by Marco. You can find him at midnight, M-I-D-N-I-T-E underscore mind eight zero on Instagram for more of his work.